the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. I identify myself as a Bible-believing, unashamed follower of Jesus Christ. I believe the Bible. I follow Jesus, and I'm not ashamed to say so. The answer is not in the next election. The answer is not in Washington, D.C. The answer to America's problems is in the pulpit and the pews of America's churches. That's what we do here daily on Bob Bernie Live. We listen, we think, and then we look at the Word of God, evaluate it, and develop our worldview from God's point of view. The views and opinions expressed are those of the participants and may not be the views or opinions of the staff, management, or advertisers of WRFD. Isn't it strange how that you take two pieces of material, you can take wood, you can take plastic, you can take anything, and you can put them in any configuration until you put them perpendicular to each other and make a cross. The Word of God. Read it. Obey it. That is the answer to America's problems. Call 1-877-BOB-LIVE. Bob Bernie Live. And welcome, welcome, welcome to Bob Bernie Live. Thank you for joining me on this Friday afternoon. And of course, that means we open the phone lines wide open. Uh, you just want to sound off? That's a good place to do it. Um, you have comments about the program? Agree? Disagree. I especially enjoy it when people call to disagree, and I really do mean that. Or as I said before, maybe you you just you just want to sound off. Great eight seven seven Bob Live eight seven seven two six two fifty four eighty three. I'll be happy to give you a platform to just let off some steam to sound off about what's going on politically, theologically. It's Open Phone Friday. Again, my number, 877-BOB-LIVE. 877-262-5483. Well, yesterday, the federal government, through OSHA, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, issued an emergency mandate that if you have more than 100 employees in your business, you will be required to become the federal vaccine police. That's right. If you own a business of more than 100 people, you will be deputized. You know, you won't no, you won't get a badge or a uniform, but you will be deputized and you will become the vaccine police. You will be required to find out the vaccine situation for all of your employees and a whole list of rules and regulations and so forth. Now, 
It was issued yesterday as an emergency, but it doesn't take effect until January 4th. Well, we don't want to mess up the holidays. I thought it was an emergency. Well, it is, but we don't we don't want to mess up the holidays. That could that could impact the next election. Yeah. So a whole lot of employers of small businesses with less than one hundred employees breathed a sigh of relief. Ah, that doesn't impact us. Well, you can take back the sigh of relief because officials at OSHA and the Department of Labor have said, well, we're looking into small businesses as well, businesses less than 100. Yeah, here's the story. The Occupational Safety and Health Administration, OSHA, says it is seeking comment about whether businesses with fewer than 100 employees should be subject to the COVID-19 vaccine and testing mandated is implementing on big businesses. Yeah. According to a summary released by OSHA, it is considering implementing the rule for small businesses as well. Quote, OSHA is confident that employers with 100 or more employees have the administrative capacity to implement the standards requirements promptly. In other words, if you get more than 100 employees, you can become the vaccine police. But we are less confident that smaller employers can do so without undue disruption. OSHA needs additional time to assess the capacity of smaller employers and is seeking comment to help the agency make that determination. (laughs) My question is, who do they want comments from? Can you imagine that even one business with over 100 employees contacted OSHA and says, please, 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 Force us to become the vaccine police. We really want that. Because if if they wanted to do that, they could. So can you imagine any business contacting the federal government? Please give us a mandate. So OSHA is saying we're seeking comment. I can I can assure you they are not seeking comment from the people that would be impacted, the owners of small businesses. A Department of Labor spokesperson told Fox Business today that it is indeed considering whether to extend the vaccine or mask and testing mandate to businesses with fewer than 100 workers. Yep, so... uh, uh, small business owners, and I know a bunch of small business owners. I know a bunch of them. And I think all of them were breathing a sigh of relief yesterday. And one day later, though they may be coming after you as well.
speaking of who these mandates are coming after, I have told you this repeatedly. The mainstream media is completely ignoring it. You know, everything is race, 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 race. Everything is racial. What about this vaccine mandate? It is impacting black Americans more than anyone else by far. Here's another illustration. Crenshaw High School in California. This is in the L.A. school district. Um, I'm very familiar with Crenshaw. Uh, I'm from Southern California. It's been many, many years ago. But even then, Crenshaw High School was a football powerhouse. Well, they have continued to be through all of these years. They were going to the state playoffs. After all, they have been city champions in Los Angeles five times. And they were headed to the playoffs out in California. No more. Because the Los Angeles Unified School District has a mandate In order for any football team to go onto the field, they have to have at least 18 fully vaccinated players to compete. Crenshaw High School has 13. And because of that, the L.A. Unified School District sent them a notice and says, you have, quote, insufficient eligible players. Their season is over. Oh. What do we know about Crenshaw High School? 70% black. 70% black. Now again, young black people are the most resistant demographic in America today. So, you have white kids far more agreeable to get the vaccine than black kids. So in Los Angeles, you have high schools that are primarily white, and they're going to go to the playoffs. A high school that is primarily black, sorry, you're out of here. Um, you think you'll hear about that on CNN tonight or MSNBC or any other mainstream media? This uh, vaccine mandate is racist in nature and impacting black young people more than anyone else. You think you're going to hear that? (laughs) Not a chance. All right, we've got to take a break. My number, and it is Open Phone Friday. We can talk about anything you want. 877-BOB-LIVE, 877 Two six two fifty four eighty three. Bob Bernie Live, looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. And again, welcome to Bob Bernie Live in a Friday edition. And because it's Friday, we're going to go to the phones. We got Frank in Columbus. Hey, Frank, you're up on Bob Bernie Live. Welcome. 
Yeah, Bob. Hey, uh, a couple things. Nice talking to you again. Hope you're having a good day. I so am having a wonderful this- day. Good. So I'm going to make this really quick. Yesterday I called in. You know, you say it's passion. And yes, it is passion, Bob, that what I speak from. But it's also a perspective of history. And I want to say something. You know how you talk about politics. You know, we, we need to be biblical about this. Well, let's be biblical for a second, Bob. And, and, and what does the Bible tell us about putting on the armor of God? So we are to put on our breastplate, and we are to be, you know, steal ourselves in the honor and the armor of God. And I don't know the passage exactly, but but we are to be his his soldiers. Evilness, Satan has his soldiers. And looking at it from a biblical worldview and a political view, I would say that most of his soldiers sit in high places in Washington, D.C. These are people that, that want death by abortion. These are people who put, you know, people in nursing homes and kill people who wouldn't allow uh, the use of drugs that were proven to work during the pandemic and people died. This is evil. And yes, I am passionate about it because people need to wake up. And the other thing I will say, in this, you know, you say in your bumper thing about, you know, it comes from the pulpit and the pews. Yes, it does, Bob. But also from the, from the pulpit, we need leaders to say what's going on before it's too late. You talked about being in countries where it was communist and how bad it was. Well, we're on the precipice of this right now. And we have, where are our church leaders standing up? Well, and, and I, I it, it, Frank, Frank, yeah. wait. I, I agree with that. I, you know, I, I do. I don't, can't find anything that you've just said that I disagree with. But my point is to have balance in this. And it is far more important that we get our pulpits right than we get Washington right. I hope we get both. But if we've got to put primary emphasis on one or the other, we need to we need to pray and and work on getting the pulpit right even before we get Washington right. Well, again, you're you're right. I'm not going to disagree because we see what a lot of these churches have, you know, they 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 you know, made themselves moderates and and, and you know, they, they you know, they pick and choose what they want to believe. They're lukewarm, whatever you want to say about right, them, Bob. Right. But but the point of the matter is that we have evil. We have Lucifer, who his job is just to get people to come to his side, and we know what the end result is. It's all in the back yeah. of the book, and, and we know we know God and, wins. And, absolutely, I, I agree with that. But let's so, let, you know, let, wait. Wait a minute. Let's let's look at the life and ministry of Jesus. He was surrounded by corrupt politicians. Rome was as corrupt heathen and evil as any government that has ever been on the face of the earth. Jesus was surrounded by that. He was also surrounded by evil religion. The Jewish religion had left the biblical principles that it was founded on, and they had become consumed with tradition, political action, and so forth. If you look at the life and ministry of Jesus, he said almost nothing about the Roman government, the corrupt politicians, except, he said, submit to those that are above you. But he was brutal 
on the religious leaders of his day. He called them some pretty bad names. So Jesus was far more concerned about the religious atmosphere of his day than the political atmosphere. And I think that is the balance that we need to have as well. Well, you know what? And I agree with that, Bob. I actually do. Now that you've given me that perspective, I agree with that 100%. And the problem is that because our churches have fallen away, people that have lost morality, we get what we get in D.C. So I guess the agreed. correlation Absol- is exactly the same. Absolutely but, agreed. But now we're at a two-pronged fight, and, and I'm sorry, but that's where we are. We have to take our churches back. We have to take our, our government back. And we can do that through our churches, absolutely, by informing our people and teaching our people to stand up for what's yeah. the moral, you know, what's right, Bob, what's yep. right. Yep. And I, that's what we need to do. We, All right, we need. That Absolutely. So. We need courageous pastors to stand in their pulpits and tell the truth. Frank, we agree. Thank Thanks. You. Hey, Thank I you. appreciate it. And and that's why I was so troubled in the last presidential election. Well-meaning followers of Jesus went all out. I mean, 100% for the political world and allowed the spiritual world to just go away. They didn't care. They didn't care about what was happening in their church. They didn't hap- They didn't care what was being preached in the pulpits. They didn't care. We just got to get the right man elected to be president. Well, I, I want the right person to be elected president as well. But I will continually say, it's the pulpit and pews. That we, that we need more than anything that could happen in Washington, D.C. And I will stand by that because I believe that is a biblical worldview and consistent with the life, ministry, and teaching of Jesus and the early church. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.